0: Hey there, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Life After Tech Bootcamp, the podcast where we dive into the stories of tech bootcamp grads and see how they've landed into the tech industry. By now, we've heard a ton about how our guests have used their past experiences to score tech jobs, but let's face it, not everyone's got a career history to bring to the job market. And yes, I'm referring to recent grads. I can completely relate to being a fresh grad back in the day. I had interned my entire senior year doing assistant level tasks, in my opinion, yet every interview felt like a broken record. They would tell me I lacked the experience for an entry level job because I was only an intern previously. It was incredibly frustrating, especially taking the train from Philly to New York and having that told to me within 30 seconds and ending the interview right there. So. Moving on, I'm not bitter. (laughs) Sure, experience like that is still gold, but even then it sometimes feels like it's not quite cutting it. And I can't imagine anyone who's never been annoyed by those entry-level jobs demanding four years of experience. The job searching paradox is so frustrating and unfair and the whole needing experience to get experience, but how do you break the cycle? Well, we are going to talk about just that today. And I'm so excited to introduce you to our guest, Cole. Cole began his data science course after completing his undergraduate degree in cognitive science. And he's currently working as a data scientist at the National Research Group. Hi, Cole. Welcome. Thank you so much for being here.
1: Hi. Yeah. Thanks for having me on.
0: Yes. And um, where would you like to share where you're recording from today?
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I uh recently actually moved to um San Diego, so it's uh nice and sunny here today, <laughs> unlike uh you I'm sure, being <laughs> located in the northeast.
0: Yes, it is n- the opposite of nice and sunny. It is bitterly cold and getting dark at four, so definitely jealous. I've been to San Diego once before and I loved it. I I should get back there at one point. <laughs>
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's a great location.
0: Yeah. Well, anyways, okay, so you just got to San Diego. Clearly, you're doing great things with your life, but let's go back to the beginning. You were in college. This is a bit different than other springboard students who came from a previous career, but you did this right out of undergrad, yes?
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So I I actually graduated in the spring of 2020, right at the beginning of the pandemic. Um, and was really, you know, entering a a job market that was not really, you know, there wasn't many opportunities for entry level candidates, especially in, you know, competitive field like data science. Um, and so, you know, I, I'd only had like a basically one or two experiences while I was at college doing similar work. And so I was just looking for opportunities to get that experience, you know, without, being able to, to get an entry-level position.
0: Certainly. And with cognitive science, forgive me for not knowing my sciences, when I read that, I kind of thought that was something like a future therapist might get. Am I accurate on that? Or does that actually relate to data science?
1: Uh, that's a good question. So in short, cognitive science is basically the scientific exploration of the mind, if you will. Um, and it, you know, it's an interdisciplinary field um, incorporating, you know, or drawing upon, you know, a number of disciplines um, like psychology, neuroscience, philosophy, etc. Um, so, you know, it, it, cognitive scientists are curious about how the mind works, functions, and behaves um, you know, asking questions like "What is a mind?" Um, you know, how does you know your mind enable con- your conscious experience? Um, you know, and, and many many other questions. You know, could other non-human entities have minds? And what would be sufficient to to create a mind in, say, a machine, um, for example? But yeah, it's it was a really fascinating um, time getting to kind of explore those questions at. Um, an institution that actually had one of the oldest cognitive science departments. Um, so I was really fortunate to be able to work with a bunch of esteemed professors there.
0: That does sound really interesting. I would have no idea how to answer what is a mind. That that question would just send me through a loop. But let, we don't have to talk about that now. Um, you mentioned that you had some experiences in college. Would you like to share what those were?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I, I was... Um, fortunate enough to be able to work as an assistant to some of the research or some of the um, professors in my department who uh, were conducting research in the field. Um, and that was really my first introduction to statistical analysis. And it, yeah, I guess in, you know, in the vein of, of data science work, you know, we were conducting experiments and using statistical models to, to describe, you know, some of the um, patterns that we we're noticing in, in the data. Um, and yeah, you know, it was, it was, uh, I don't know. So one of the first things, you know, that I really got excited about, um, you know, thinking about, oh, maybe I could, you know, do this as a career eventually. Um, and yeah, that was kind of what, you know, introduced me to data science and got me interested in in the field at large. Yeah.
0: That's fascinating. and you know, it was still something worthwhile for experience. Like it kind of sounded like you fell down a rabbit hole a bit.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, yeah, you know, my, my experience was, was great in terms of, uh, you know, introducing me to a lot of these like skills and techniques. Um, and obviously the, you know, material, the data that we were working with was really interesting to me. Um, I think the one thing, though, that I learned, at, at, you know, at at the accumulation of that experience was just that um, it, at least in academia, personally, I felt like it was a struggle to um, work at the at the pace in which you know one works. You know, um, you know, having to really like dot your I's and cross your t's and and be very um, thorough and and. Um, you know, get peer reviews, and you know, sometimes papers don't get published for um, quite some time. And, um, and I, I just wanted to kind of move at a faster pace. And so that was what was really interesting to me about data science um, in industry because there's, you know, it's such a, a fast moving field and, and really like at the forefront of innovation for a lot, of, you know, especially for a lot of these tech companies and so you know I, I was really excited about trying to get involved in in that kind of environment
0: certainly certainly and i i have heard academics it is quite rigorous and i i have noticed a lot of people have shied away from it but you wanted something more fast paced what was the connection you made you're working in these experiences you're discovering how data is being analyzed. What was the link between looking into data science professions? Like, how did you start to research that?
1: Oh man, it was so long ago now. <laughs> I think I, I, you know, I think I um, was in touch with a couple of the uh, alumni from our department and um, recognized that there were some people who. You know, studied the same um, the same degree as I did, and you know, ended up going into data science. Um, and so, you know, once I once I like kind of was introduced to that as a, a possible career track. Um, yeah, I, I kind of just wanted to learn more about it. I wanted to see like what kinds of you know what kinds of jobs are out there in that industry, of course, but also like what um, kinds of industries are are in, incorporating data science, data science in their, in their work. And, um, you know, I I came to find that, you know, it's, it's such a, an exploding field really that, you know, most, most all industries are in some way, shape or form, um, trying to incorporate some of these, um, newer advanced, you know, statistical techniques into their, into their work. Um, and yeah, you know, I, I, The other thing I I really uh, was kind of yearning for, if you will, um, after, you know, after completing my undergraduate degree was just getting some more hands-on experience doing those kinds of projects. Um, You know, we, we, in class, we we talked a lot about theory and we spent a lot of time answering those kinds of complicated questions, some of which I mentioned earlier. But I was really curious about, you know, how to to really employ some of those ideas and, and build things with, with um, the tools that are, that were at our disposal. And um, so that's actually really how I came across uh, springboard. Um, and, you know, I, I saw that as an opportunity to, to, you know, like I mentioned earlier, get some more hands-on experience.
0: Certainly. And as you were describing this, I was like, man, it sounds like Cole wanted to build something talking about theory for it can be fun. I love it. But there is a difference between a thinker, I think, and a builder. Um, but you, you answered that. So, okay. So, you're wanting to build something, you found Springboard. I know you said in our pre interview that you were really proud of the capstone project that you built. And I would love for you to share that story.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I came across a data set specifically working with the Spotify API. They have a bunch of um, interesting data points about uh, subjective features of music, such as a song's valence, like whether it's happy or sad or it's dance ability. Yeah, there were there were several others, but um, it, w- it was quite interesting, like what kinds of you know, subjective features of the music that that the data the dataset describes. So, um, I wanted to see what I could do with that, and um, I eventually decided to um, see if I could classify a song's genre based on these features of music. Um, so I, you know, um, trained a classification model, and you know, it didn't have the greatest accuracy. Um, as there's you know a lot of overlap between these kinds of features and and certain genres. And so I eventually, you know I, I believe i I was took the um, the artificial intelligence and machine learning track within the data science course. So I was uh, learning about some of those more advanced techniques such as natural language processing. And um, ended up employing some of the things that I learned there to to calculate the sentiment of a song's lyrics and adding that as a feature to the model, which improved the accuracy significantly. Um, so that was a really cool project, kind of getting to build upon you know um, and you know kind of a a rough draft or a prototype and um, and seeing you know where I could access more information that would get at what i was trying to accomplish at the end of the day
0: certainly yeah i would imagine that would be really challenging i um was reading a little bit about nirvana and their music history and i'm not a music aficionado but yeah you would on the surface classify them as rock but then it's grunge but then Cobain really wanted a pop sound so I wonder I I'm just out of curiosity did you classify it by maybe like rock and then have subgenres below it?
1: Yeah, so I I did keep the the genre, the class of the um, categories of genre at a, at a fairly high level just for simplicity's sake. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, you could you could certainly Take that idea and run with it. there's so many subgenres of music these days, um, and each of them you know, really unique in and of themselves. so
0: Certainly, very, very cool. Well, so that's what you did through Springboard. Um, was there anything specific within the course that really helped you that you're employing today?
1: Yeah, um, yeah, it's a great question. It's interesting because um, the the first job that I landed, after graduating um actually i didn't really employ most of the skills that i learned in springboard um we had a a specific set of software that we used at our company and um and it was uh, it was uh you know the job the job's responsibilities was distinctly different from that of like a traditional data scientist it was more of a a junior level data analyst role um, but since then i'm actually um I've actually taken up the responsibilities of the data scientist role at, at this company. And I'm using a lot more of the skills and, and techniques that I learned at Springboard, which is really exciting.
0: So that sounds like a very coy way of saying you got promoted.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, that's, that's right.
0: <laughs> well, congratulations on that. That's We had another episode previously talking about career progression and just having the patience to, maybe not do exactly what you think where you took an analyst job and eventually growing into data science. So it's, I can't imagine how rewarding that feels.
1: Yeah, it's, it's definitely, it was definitely very rewarding. Um, yeah. Thank you.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. And so did you do anything outside of the course to really prepare you?
1: Um at the time, um, I I I did maybe one or two other um, courses, specifically actually with uh, wanting to learn more. At the time when I was working on my uh, capstone projects, I wanted to learn more about natural language processing, and so I found um, another course, that, more of a hands-on walkthrough of how to implement some of those kinds of techniques. That was really helpful uh, in in finishing that project up. Um, but yeah, I did, I did do my best to, you know, really just stick to the curriculum. And I knew that, um, you know, in such a short amount of time, um, you know, you, I, I knew that I wouldn't really be able to, to master any of those skills and that, it, you know, I really was going to have to continue to work with those things and learn more, especially like I mentioned earlier, as this, this field or this industry continues to evolve, but, um, but I, yeah, I, I found it easy to get distracted. And so I, I learned very quickly that it was best just to, you know, try to power through the course and, and complete it in, uh, in one fell swoop.
0: Certainly. Certainly. So you're finishing up the course and you're starting the job hunt. What was that like?
1: Yeah. Um, so, you know, I really, I really enjoyed working with the career counselors. Um, I think, you know, part of the struggle prior to, um, you know, to joining the Springboard boot camp when I was um, applying for jobs post-graduation was that I didn't really know what I was doing. <laughs> you know, I didn't have um, any affirmative feedback like, oh, this is, you know, a good resume, this is a good cover letter, you know, these are the right kinds of jobs to apply for and all that kind of stuff. Um, I was really just shooting in the dark. And, um, you know, that can get discouraging, especially when you don't hear back from a lot of these jobs, um, given it was like, you know, uh, a poor uh, job market at the time, especially for entry level candidates. But, um, But that was really helpful to be able to work with the career counselors, uh, in my experience and, um, you know, and in, in have um, a certain expectation as to how I should go about the job process. And, you know, they, they um, you know, pr- they provide some um, guidelines, you know, as to how many jobs you should apply for on a weekly basis and how many networking connections and et cetera. Um, and, you know, I, I reliably met those or exceeded them. Um And yet, you know, for the first few couple of months, I I still really didn't hear back from many of the jobs, or at least uh, didn't land an interview. Um, But, you know, I was ensured that uh, it's it's a high-volume strategy and just to have faith in the process. Um, I think they, at the time, uh, informed me that somewhere like, something like 95 or so percent of springboard graduates, you know, land a job within six months, or I, I don't remember if that was the exact statistic or if that statistic has changed, but that was really encouraging knowing that this process works for almost everyone who graduates the program. So, um, you know, I kept at it and eventually I did land a couple of interviews, uh, one of which with the company I work for now. Um, and interestingly enough, I wasn't aware of the job opportunity prior to, um, prior to applying, I was actually contacted by, um, a recruiter who who was employed by the company. Um, so, and, and he had actually seen my LinkedIn profile, um, which, you know, the, the career counselors helped me, you know, um, cultivate in, in order to really describe like, you know, who I was and what kinds of opportunities I was open for. So, um, yeah, it was definitely, um, definitely a great experience.
0: Fantastic. So I'd love to know, well, I want to know a lot of things, but first question, did you apply to jobs after you finished undergrad or what was that gap between like,
1: I did. Yeah. I, I spent the, you know, bulk of the summer applying to jobs. Um, and like, you know, like I mentioned, just did not have any luck whatsoever. Um, And and so that was really one of the motivations, you know, for seeking out a program like Springboard, especially because, you know, I I wasn't in a position to go back to school, um, get a graduate degree, and it seemed like a great alternative, um, as well as, you know, being much more of a hands-on learning experience, uh, you know, a project-based curriculum, um, which was, you know, that was something I felt like I was lacking during my undergraduate degree. So. Um, Yeah, that was kind of, uh, you know, I I think I may have even set like a a deadline for myself. Like, okay if you know, if you don't hear back or get, you know, a certain number of interviews in this certain number of time, then maybe consider like, you know, going and um, accumulating more experience
0: to add to your resume. Certainly, certainly. So, great point experience, right? Um, you know, coming out of undergrad, you don't have years of a career experience. So what do the coaches kind of help you with to really bulk up your resume to say, like, Cole can do this job?
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, of course, like adding springboard to the resume, it was uh, the first thing that we did. But also, but not just, you know, the fact that I had graduated the boot camp, but also some of the, the specific projects that I'd worked on as well. Um, and those were ended up being major talking points in the interviews that I did land, um, you know, because they had seen that I was able to do the job that they were hiring for. I mean, wanted to know what, what my experience was doing that. Um, it wasn't necessarily something that I realized you could do, I guess, <laughs> uh, joining Springboard. I just kind of assumed that, um, you know, under the experience subheader, it had to be actual, you know, paid positions, but um, that's not necessarily the case, and and, um, that was definitely uh, a huge um, added bonus to to the resume.
0: Certainly, and I'm curious. I know there's a bit of a stigma with boot campers in general. Um, People complain that they just have cookie cutter portfolios, projects. I know that's definitely the case in UX design. I'm curious to know what that's like for data science. Um, but you said that the, those projects were major talking points. So would you be able to elaborate on that?
1: Yeah, absolutely, that's a great point. And I think that can happen um but you know especially when i was choosing my capstone projects i was advised to pick something that i was interested in um maybe something that even was related to my background for example um and i found it easy to talk about those projects in interviews simply because I'm, i don't, i'm a, i'm a music fanatic you know so um i there, i find that to be um Something that I can really not only be passionate about, but you know, clearly describe the problems at hand and the solutions to those problems. Um, and, you know, in my case, I was curious about classifying genres of music um, given this this data set and and trying to find a more um, more accurate information to to describe this music in order to you know accomplish that task Um, and so yeah i you know i would recommend to any boot campers out there or you know others who are just working on personal projects to pick something that they're interested in and um, a problem that they're passionate about solving
0: certainly and that definitely is an extra flair to make you just sound more passionate about the job you're interviewing for.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I also find it, you know, I, yeah, I, I totally agree. And I, I think I, I also find that it is um, easier to to get invested in the project in and of itself if it's something that you're interested in, if you're, you know, motivated to solve the problem at hand. Um, whereas, you know, if you're work, working with one of those Uh, cookie cutter data sets and certainly yeah I found that they'll have have cookie cutter projects for UX too Um, and I see the same projects over and over again
0: and there's only so much you can do with something that's somewhat pre-made but going back what else helped you with landing a job
1: I mean, in in my case, the job that I landed, you know, like I mentioned, was due to the fact that the recruiter reached out to me. Um, So, you know, I I may have underestimated it at the time, but really um, curating your LinkedIn profile to really communicate like who you are and what kinds of opportunities that you're looking for is certainly an important thing. I found like networking really helpful as well, you know, and Not just, you know, looking for referrals to, you know, openings at their companies, but more so just learning about their experience. And what I found is that everyone has, you know, really a unique uh, journey that led them to their 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 position, their current position or, you know, that um, guided them along their career growth and career path. Um, And. Yeah, there, there isn't necessarily one. Um, universal, um, you know, set of steps that 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 everyone follows in order to um, to land where land where they would like to necessarily. And so really just being open, open minded to opportunities and, um, yeah, staying connected with, with people in the community.
0: Certainly. So tell me about this recruiter that reached out to you. For the job that you have now, and you've also gotten a promotion in. What was that experience like?
1: You know, I actually moved pretty quickly. Um, I was waiting to hear back from another interview when I was contacted by the recruiter, and he told me a little bit about the company, um, said that they were looking for someone with my skill set to join um, the, the data science department. Um, and that if I was interested then he could set up an interview for me and so I ended up interviewing with um, my manager as well as the head of the department um, after which you know I got an offer and um, was yeah it was just it all happened very quickly you know and I'm sure that's uh, the case for for many others in the job searching process but um, I ended up you know feeling really good about it and Uh, The company is really interesting to me. I I love the work that I do um, and and the kinds of problems that we try to solve. Um, So it just felt like the right opportunity for me.
0: Certainly. So I'm confused because when we talked about what skill sets you're using in your current job versus what you learned at Springboard, you said a lot was different. So I'm curious to understand what the recruiter meant by we need your skill set but then you've learned completely new skills on the job
1: yeah so yeah that's that's a great point um so really you know at the end of the day a lot of the things that i was doing in that junior level analyst role um was quite similar to you know it it was the same kinds of analyses if you will that um you know we were using, or we were uh, performing in, in, in the boot camp at Springboard, um, Just we were just using different tools. So while I was, um, you know, at Springboard, we learned how to implement these kinds of analyses and, and train these kinds of models in, uh, in Python. Um, you know, we used uh, some, at, at, in my, my initial role, we used some uh, statistical softwares to conduct these analyses um, as well as some newer analyses that were more specific to the, uh, you know, market research industry. Um, and so, and interestingly enough, when I, uh, when I was in my interview with, uh, with my manager at the time, um, she asked, you know, oh, well, have you ever used these programs or have you ever, you know, conducted these these analyses. And I said, you know, I, 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 haven't, I, I actually haven't even heard of them before. And she was like, Oh, okay. Well, would you be willing to to learn them? And I was like, yeah, of course, you know, I'd, I'd be happy to learn them. Um, and really, I think that that like willingness to continue to learn, uh, really went a, a, a quite a ways for me, like at least during that interview and, and you know, and into my job as well. um, you know, I, I didn't necessarily have to have it all figured out by the time I graduated Springboard. It was it was you know only a six month long course. There was no way I was going to be able to master all these skills and other skills right that were specific to this industry that I I was entering. Um, so yeah, and I, I think I really tried to employ that mindset you know throughout my career as, sh- as short as it's been thus far. But um, you know it, it was certainly uh, certainly helpful for me to end up landing the the data scientist role recently. Um, I think like Springboard's philosophy, I or at least I remember um, uh, a representative from the, from the company talking about this at one point. I forget where it was, but um, you know, I think their philosophy is essentially to have you do the job that you want to do before you are doing that job. Um, you know, we were we were it, like it was you know like I mentioned earlier, it's a project-based curriculum and we're um, you know employing a lot of these analytical techniques and training a lot of these um, machine learning models and whatnot that we would eventually be doing in the jobs that we wanted. Um, and so you know I kind of uh, took that philosophy to heart you know at my my job and, and ended up trying to get involved once I, w- you know, was a data analyst at, at the company that I'm at currently, I, I did try to get involved in, um, you know, in whatever ways that I can with the the more stereotypical data science work. Um, and that ended up being, you know, uh, not only like a great learning experience for me, but um, really a catalyst for, 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 end- To end up, um, you know, moving into that role eventually.
0: Certainly. And I think my favorite part of that story is that your manager actually wanted to teach you stuff. And in my experience, I found that there's certain things that can be taught. But a lot of the times, if you don't know a certain program, you're next. So what was that like, you know, getting that opportunity to learn with your manager?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, it was, it was, um, not like, you know, something that I learned right off of the bat by any means. Um, you know, I, I was fortunate enough to be given opportunities to conduct some of these analyses that were newer to me, you know, make mistakes along the way, be corrected. And, um, and a lot of that, you know, it, it was self-taught, you know, there are obviously resources online, but, Um, but also it wasn't like someone was like walking me through that process. Like I mentioned, you know, really that willingness to learn, uh, is, is something that, you know, comes from within, right. It's like, no one can force you to do it. So, um, that, yeah, that was, um, you know, I, I, ended up picking it up eventually and, um, and I was in that role for, uh, let's see, I think about a year and a half, um, so I, you know I, I learned a lot along the way and, and a lot of that experience, you know, I didn't obviously get to learn when I was at springboard. It's uh, a lot of domain expertise for for the industry that we're in, but also um, learning how to work within, you know, you know, a, a corporate environment, um, learning how to um, you know, to satisfy your clients' needs and expectations and how to, meet the expectations of your stakeholders you know, internal to the company and, um, and, and communicate a lot of these more advanced uh, analyses in, in simplified terms and and all these kinds of things that um, I really appreciated getting that experience um, because, you know, I I was able to learn how to do those, uh, you know, learn how to acquire some of those soft skills, and um that you know i I continue to use today in my new role
0: that's fantastic so just about your new role what's your day in day out like
1: yeah absolutely so um you know we um i i I guess i should start by saying that um you know national national research group is a um you know we're a global insights and strategy firm we work in the market research industry and with clients um, primarily in the entertainment and technology verticals, um, you know, some of the leading Hollywood studios or streaming providers or uh, social media companies, etc. And, you know, we do m- custom research, both qualitative and quantitative for these clients. Um, and so as a data scientist, um, I'm working primarily with this, the quantitative research data, which we collect via surveys. Um, and I'm, you know, using this data to build predictive models, um, classify target audiences, and even develop internal tools um, to assist, you know, some of our client facing teams to help deliver actionable insights to, to our clients. Um, and, you know, uh, insights about, you know, what their consumers' needs are or um, what their brand strategy might be, um, where they or their products fit in amongst the competition and what sets them apart. Um, all kinds of different, you know, questions of, of that nature. Um, so, yeah, it's, it definitely changes from day to day. But, um, yeah, it's, it's really exciting to, to be a
0: part of certainly so do you work with one client at a time your team or are you managing all the different clients at once so
1: in my previous role um, i was working a lot more as as a data analyst i was working with several clients at at the same time um, conducting some of the advanced analyses um, for their custom market research Um, now As a data scientist, I'm actually working with some of our syndicated products, um, some of our recurring surveys um, that you know keeps a a pulse on some of these different industries that we're uh, that our clients are in and that we're interested in in general. Um, So I'm I'm not not necessarily working with clients as much anymore, Um, and. Rather, you know, kind of assisting some of our other client-facing teams, you know, in, in whatever way that that we can.
0: Certainly. So, what would you say is your favorite part about your job?
1: That's a great question. <laughs> I think I I really love the fact that, um, you know, we in in market research in general and, and specifically at my company, we um, we get to have our hands in a lot of pots um, between all the different clients that we work with um you know all from from different industries <clears throat> as well as like um all the different things that we get to do from a day-to-day basis you know we're a relatively small department at, at the at the company um you know our our main product isn't necessarily um artificial intelligence or machine learning uh it, it's you know, as the data science department is more of an auxiliary function to the the larger, uh, company. And so, you know, as I'm, as the sole data scientist in our department, um, I end up like helping out with some of the responsibilities that you might describe as falling under the scope of, um, data engineering or of, uh, you know, ML ops, even, um, and and really getting opportunities to learn about all these different kinds of skills um, and subfields within data science, if you will, um, has been really exciting to me as well.
0: That's very cool. Yeah, I think that's it goes along with your willingness to learn and being able to have your hands in different parts of the scopes with that, you know, I'd love to understand like where you're in this great job. You've just got promoted. Where do you see yourself going next?
1: Yeah. Um, it's, it's definitely a good question. Um, I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not totally sure. (laughs) I think I'd, I'd love to continue to, you know, soak up all the learning experiences that I'm getting currently. Um, really, you know, in in efforts to become more of a a full stack data uh, expert, if you will, um, and and yeah, I mean, I, I think like I'm really happy where I'm at currently. I, I, like I, like I mentioned earlier, I love the work that I do, and um, I feel like I'm continuing to learn on a daily basis. Um, but yeah, you know, who knows where <laughs> where the future will take me. <laughs>
0: That's fantastic. And I think it's totally fine to not know. I mean, it didn't sound like you knew you're going into data science when you were in college. It, you just discovered it. And mm-hmm. I think that's what that willingness to learn really helps carry you through. So it's I think it's OK.
1: I, yeah, I couldn't okay. agree more.
0: Certainly. Well, since we're coming up on time, is there anything else that you didn't get to talk about that you really wanted to share?
1: Not necessarily. No, I mean, yeah, I don't know how traditional my experience, my job search, you know, was. Um, but if there's any, like, thing I could, any advice that I could share to um, people who are in that process currently, or, or perhaps in the middle of the, the boot camp, um I would just say to have faith in the process and, and yeah, to um, just be open-minded to whatever opportunities may arise.
0: Certainly. And, um, you know, I think it's funny that you say traditional job search process. I feel like a lot of guests have touched upon that, whether they spoke about that in their episode or just to me privately, I don't know what the traditional job search would look like. Like, I don't know (laughs) what that is. So if somebody has a definition for that, please let me know. I would love to talk to you about it. Um, well, fantastic. Would you be open to listeners connecting with you on social media?
1: Absolutely. Yeah, feel free to find me on LinkedIn. Um, just as I, you know, reached out to many springboard, springboard graduates when I was uh, enrolled in the boot camp, I'm always welcome if, if people want to reach out and, and chat.
0: Certainly. And Cole, would you be able to share the spelling of your name. So people aren't adding the wrong coal.
1: Sure. Yeah. It is C O L E. Uh, and then my last name is L A N D O L T.
0: Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story and for all your time today. I think this is definitely insightful for people who don't necessarily have a background to leverage when switching careers. Sometimes you just need to get started. And I did want to share for anyone listening, if you have any questions for Cole or myself that could be answered on a future episode, please email me at alumnipodcast at springboard.com.